Hey everybody and welcome to the Birdman Show. We have a special show today. I have a special guest on the phone lines. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, I read this book. I was so, so impressed. I had to get this uh, wonderful gentleman on the show. Everybody, I want you to put your hands together for the Whisperer. He wrote this fantastic book called the chameleon judge without further to do everyone here is the whisperer hi there everyone it's the whisperer are y'all doing okay out there yes 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 well first thank you bird man you have such a sexy voice and i really appreciate you giving me an opportunity to come on your show today Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you for coming on the show, Whisperer. Thank you for coming on the show. Let me start um, by asking this first question to you. What What made you want to get into writing books, becoming a writer? Well, I've always been a writer in one form or another since I've been a kid. You know, there's always been opportunities for me to express my feelings. I mean, I think I was the only young man when I was a kid who had a diary. You know, girls were always known for having diaries with me. I thought it was such a great thing to do, to write down whatever I was feeling at any given time. And I've been doing that ever since. So now I use the whisper to kind of hide behind some things that I experienced as a kid. And I just want the world to know about that. Wow. So let let me let let's start let's get into a little bit of the book. I don't want to discuss too much because I'm going to encourage the listeners to go read this book because it because it is very very phenomenal. I'm like, "Oh my god." So, okay, the opening story, um the little boy. This this little boy he was being mol- molested. I don't want to give too much away. He was being molested by his mother? Well, no, actually, the thing is, is that you have broke the hook. You have settled in and, 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 and are talking about a guy who really this story isn't about. This guy is a profiler himself. Right, right. Okay, you, okay, you gave me clarity. Because, yes. okay, the, yes. the story is being narrated... The story is being narrated, but I, this is what I was getting whisper from the story. So maybe I help help uh, put get me together. I was thinking that the the uh, the person that was the victim of the crime, the things that were going on in the book, he was kind of talking in third person, and he became this like uh, superhero who would go rescue people who were in that same predicament. Some of that is true, but basically what happened was, is the whisperer, not the whisperer, but the chameleon judge is a guy who went through so much stuff coming up. Okay. All of his experiences turned him into this, this, this nightlife, behind the scenes, guy who sexually confused. But oh, by the way, there's murders taking place in the background and this profiler thinks was trying to find out who it is. So, the reason why we talk about that profiler and his experiences is because he has a sense of uh, understanding as to why whoever's doing all this killing is going on, but the book really doesn't talk a lot about that. The book talks about his experiences as a child. Yes. How, how he 
has to deal with everyday life as well as managing his doctor bay as a judge. There's just so much going on, and you're right, he actually is talking in third person because there's just so many things that are contributing to the many colors that he displays throughout the book. And, and whisper, because, I mean, a lot of people who listen and have these private stories, and you know as well, in the Afro-American community, hey, even in the Caucasian community, there are a lot of things that happen to people in their youth that they kind of push under the rug. And do, don't you agree with me that as adults, that's why some of this behavior comes out in the world when people say, well, what's wrong with that person? Or why did they do that? Or what's going on? Do you think a lot of childhood trauma uh, far as which the book, The Chameleon Judge, brings out, affects a lot of adults today. Well, you know, that is so, so true. You know, as well as anyone else does, that we're all products of our environment, okay? And those things that happen to us turn us into the person who we are. So many of us have these different uh, closets in our brains, between our ears, that, that at any given time could manifest on so many different levels. And you're absolutely right. That's not specific to any demographic in the way of race, color, creed. Everyone has to deal with so many different strange things. And you're absolutely right. It's not just specific to, to black people, white people, or, or whatever. And the thing I want to make clear, and I really want to touch on that, that I think is very important, is that as people read this book, they may get the impression that it's an attack on the LGBT community. And yes. It's not. All people in that community aren't predators. They aren't child molesters or people who like, you know, behaving or doing things behind closed doors. And they aren't proud of who they are. So that's the one thing I want to make absolutely clear. Yes. This book is not about that. But to, to, to agree with you as you asked me to do, I will agree and say that, yes, yes, yes. There are so many things that are imbued on us as, as, as children that turn us into who we are today. Exactly. Now, far as the uh, um, diving back into the story, everyone, and we're you know follow along with us. So this the the little boy give give us a give us a like a summary whisper without telling us too much. Paint a picture of that that um, opening chapter so some of our listeners to give them a feel of uh, hey. You know what? I need to get this book. Now, without telling too much of the story, can you give them like a little brief synopsis of what is really taking place in this awesome story? Because I don't want to tell them too much either, because I want them to get the book. Okay, fair enough. I can do that. First, let me just give you the backdrop. The whisper goes in and talks to the soap opera diva, and he tells her he knows some stuff about somebody that she knows. She says, "Well, be careful, because I write things and." I say, the whisper says, fine, let's do that. But what we do at the very beginning is we set the stage where there's murders going on in this city. And we, the local police officers are, are stumped because they can't figure out what is going on and what has happened. So they bring a profiler. Well, the profiler brings his own baggage because, again, he had been abused as a child. But then... These murders are happening, so the gears shift to the judge, who is supposedly a law-abiding citizen. But it really does lead up to the fact that you needed to find out or discern whether or not he's committing this murder. And oh, by the way, the judge 
has this this multicolored uh, rainbow shade past that he's been dealing with since he's been an adolescent, and it's turned him into this judge by day, family man, father by day, but at night he's perverted, and he ultimately is attracted to a specific genre in the gay community. I don't want to reveal what that is, yes. but as readers read up, they're going to see exactly what it is that he's quite addicted to. And all the things that he's experienced as a child and young adult has led him to deal with this perversion that he has now. Oh, by the way, he didn't allow these things to keep him from becoming an educated professional person. And most of the characters in this book are professional people as well. So that goes back to your point about it not being specific to a certain race or a certain age group or whatever. But again, everyone has to deal with some of these things, okay? Yes, that is awesome. And you you know what? I want to piggyback off of something that you said, Whisperer. Um, okay, you can piggyback. Just this once. <laughs> you know what? Um, you said that most of the most of the people in this book that they're professional people, and yeah. it's so amazing that people who have different types of fetishes or duties um, behind closed doors. Um, kind of fantasies or these little misbehavior little things that they're very intelligent people is that why it's so hard for um people to track them down like detectives or when people are trying to go after these people is that why they're so hard to catch because the level of intelligence how they kind of orchestrate what they're going to do to their victims is the more discretion they have with what they do. Okay. If you will. Uh, versus the not educated, ghetto, fabulous, uh, wise of 10 buck 2 type behavior is something that I, I get so sick of seeing, okay? It's, it's just that professional people, you know, like to have sex too. Sex, uh, professional people have fetishes too. They enjoy a little hanky panky behind the doors and those type of things too. I mean, and that's the thing I would like to see people get out of this book as well is that we have to stop painting this this hellacious picture of African-American interaction. I, I believe that we just absolutely have to stop doing that. You you know what? Let and I'm, I'm going to bring this point um, to you. Um, I have a... Uh, um, a friend of mine said he thinks that sometimes a lot of people um, view Afro-American people as sexual aphrodisiacs. Do you agree with that, Whisperer? No, I, I, I think everyone is because there's a freaking all of us, okay? Everyone has some sort of uh, desire. Sex is, sex is natural. It's what you want to do. I... I just recently saw something on Facebook that really disturbed me. This man was beating his daughter who was 12 because she had attempted to have sex. Why try to discourage her or hurt her 
from doing something that's the most natural thing for her to want to do. Sex is natural. It's what we all uh, put on earth here to do. There's a number of different uh, teachings and philosophies that say when we're supposed to do it and who we're supposed to do it with and no such thing, but it most certainly is the most natural thing for us to do. And we can circle that back to the uh, homosexual community and say that, you know, for years they've been told that they had mental illnesses because they had desires to do those things with people of their same sex or what have you. So I, I really believe that the, the big problem is, is that we try to discourage things that are naturally a desire for us to do. And if we don't do it, we don't procreate. You know, it's, it's, it's a, while it's such a perplexing subject, if you will, because the one thing that we need to do to survive is, is so taboo, you know? Exactly. No, I, I, I agree with you and I'm, I'm so... I'll, I'll use the word flabbergasted that you would even write a book to take on such uh, multiple topics and issues because I'm I when I'm reading through it I'm like oh my oh my my goodness he's like a Elin Harris James Baldwin I mean you're like all of them rolled up in the one because the twist and turns and just the picture that you paint. Uh, you can you can actually put yourself in a place and say, oh, my God, like you really can see it. It's not one of the, you know, typical stereotypical um, urban books where you kind of know where the story is going to go. It's like every chapter is some twist, is some turn. The beginning, the beginning callers are popping up, not now callers. We're having a great interview. Uh, uh, the the. Yes, yes. Uh, I just think the opening was like enough to grab anybody's attention. Uh, we have to, we have to support the whisper because I had a lot of guests on the show, but I never knew anybody who would take on all of this. Who your your boldness and transparency? Like some people are write things, but sometimes they're scared to talk about it or they're not going to deal with certain issues or topics. And like you mentioned with the 12 year old girl, he probably, you know, has that mindset. You're too young to do this. You're a kid. And then like you say, posting stuff on Facebook, that's not that that's like a, a self-esteem deflator. You don't embarrass them even more. Okay. You already caught them, discipline them, but you don't have to advertise it on Facebook to show everybody what you did to them because you caught them. You see, you understand, Whisper? Absolutely. I think that what he should have done is to maybe take her to go get a doll or something and make her take care of it. You know, I don't know what the result of having sex is or, or that type of thing. There. I believe that that is the most degrading thing that he could have done to his own child. Exactly. It, and then yeah, someone can true. flip the, someone can always flip the script and say it was child abuse or and they can that whole video can turn into something else. So when you're disciplining your child and you're doing a lot of things, um, you got to be careful. Now, let me ask you this. Was the was this parent Afro-American? Of course they were. OK. OK. So yeah. Unfortunate. You know, we were just talking about the behavior of African-Americans. My goodness, it was so embarrassing to see it. Wow. Whisperer. So this this. uh 
the chameleon the chameleon judge we're going to jump back to that because we i, I want to stay focused on everybody because you have to get this book the chameleon judge and i love the title because when you think of a chameleon you know a chameleon is an animal that with every environment or whatever object it jumps on it blends in with the scenery so so this this judge his that the title of this book do you think the main character is really living up to that title as being a chameleon because of how clever they are absolutely we talked about how you talked about intellectualism and, and people being able to uh keep who they are hidden if you will so you have to remember the level of education this individual has but i absolutely say yes not only a chameleon in his appearances but his behaviors and Exactly. And you know, and you know what, Whisperer, um, if someone wants to get the book and uh, give yourself a plug, where can they find it? Where can they find it? Where can they get the synopsis at? And how can they locate you to purchase the book? I want you to give that information as well. The Chameleon Judge. Thank you. That's the name of the book. Just go on Amazon and order it there. I can read the first couple of sentences from the synopsis if you like. Oh, sure. Sure. Please do. Okay, here we are. And here he is in the air as a rest of murders has hit the elderly gay pedophile community. Judge, well respected and admired, struggling to balance his life, family, career, and sexual perversion, and views on him from an early age. I shared via an anonymous source, Ethan's chameleon-like characteristics, to disguise not only who he is, but what he does. Being the conscious professional that he is, he seeks out the help of a beautiful young psychiatrist to help him navigate, mitigate, and harness the colors in him that threaten to ruin him, his family, and legacy. Can she help him, or will she become infected by the sexual and mental zombies laying plain? to him and his family read on as we see all of the contributing mayhem from the chameleon judge's past present and future as they continue to think it's you that is the synopsis bird man that is wonderful that's enough to draw the people in don't forget uh 
you can go on Amazon to find this book, the, the Chameleon Judge, or is it, you said the Urban Diva? So okay. Okay. And well, well, after the the show is streaming live, and you will have a copy of it if you um accepted my friend request, you will have a copy of this show on your page. So if people who missed it or just tuning in late, they can always. Hit the show on your page and re-listen because the way I do the Birdman show, I always post my guests' interview and tag them so they are able to share this interview and listen to it as many times as they want and so so can their friends. Right. Okay. Okay. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So I'll what I'll do is this. I'll I'll keep it on my page, and then I can you can have the um the diva tag herself. Yes, that sounds fine. And I'll make sure she does that. She 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 loves so much attention. She'll be very happy. Exactly. This is this is this book. Now I want to go back to something that I heard you say. And I want to ask you a comparison with this book when you said um, a lot of people have some types um, sometimes have a lot of sexual perversions or whatever. They the more educated they are, the more um, the more educated they are, the more selective um, on who they deal with. So I wanted to ask this now um, to go back on a scandal with. Bill Clinton with the Monica Lewinsky. Now, and I'm quite sure he's a very, very educated man. That's just a guy thing, isn't it? Right. And and why would he um, deal with that type of person on that level who could be a potential talker to sabotage or even though he likes to do stuff like that? Why would he deal with somebody like that? And she kind of foiled it for him so um, does that equation apply to the, what? What do you think was his case with that? Because I'm quite sure he's very educated. Let me say this, and this is going to really tickle the audience. Most men have two heads. <laughs> one is one that's between the shoulders, and the other one that's between the legs. So Bill was thinking with the one between his legs. Okay. All right. So that's that's. Okay, so no matter no matter how educated you are, when you some people have that sexual weakness when it comes to stuff like that and all that other your the intelligence and good judgment goes out the window. Yes, that's correct. And, and, and we can talk about this all day, but Bill is such a such an unusual example of things. Oh my God, Bill, Bill, Bill. But yes, that, that's it. Yeah, he just was thinking with the wrong head. Okay, 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 great. Because, I mean, just to, you know, make some comparisons with the book. The book, everybody, you got to check it out. The Chameleon Judge. Uh, you heard the synopsis from The Whisperer, but just the the ty- the storyline in itself, the opening phrase with the whole molestation thing in the opening, I just thought that that was crazy that was that that whole setup 
that was like so crazy, but you could picture it. And then you can understand why people do what they do to other people when they get older, when things happen like that to you as a child. I thought it was bananas. Yes, you I mean, you really uh, it's a that's a tough issue to deal with and to write about. But for you to put that in a book, I'm I was floored. I'm I couldn't stop reading it, and I, I'm like, oh my god! And for the main character, the main character to have that intelligence to still maintain his role and do that stuff as well—that was something. Yes, indeed. So, Whisperer, do you um, do you have and as as we get ready to close this interview, it was so phenomenal. I mean, you you you're great. You're great. Do you have any shout outs or do you have any bits and pieces of information that you want the Birdman Show listeners um, to know? Or to look out for, again, this is The Whisperer. The book is called The Chameleon Judge. You got to read it. It's a good read. It's on Amazon. I'm going to have um, The Whisperer's contact people. They will get in contact with anybody when they tag um, the Birdman show page. They will get they will get in contact if you want to get this book. But I suggest if you want a good quarantine read while you're in the house with all this stuff going on in the world and you need a great read or time occupier, this book will definitely you this this will make the have and the have nots look like Sesame Street after reading this book. <laughs> Right, so it's like a sequence. It's coming, it's coming. Exactly. So with this one, when after reading this one, and then the each book, each book is in uh, conjunction with the other. Yes, it will be. Exactly. This is yeah. Th- that the book, the whisperer, the book was phenomenal. It, I was very impressed. Just the opening and see when I read a book, the first chapter always lets me know what sets the tone for the whole entire book. And just that opening, that it was like, oh my god. Normally it doesn't start picking up in some stories to the middle or the third and the fourth chapter. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a build-up, but it it hits you right in the face as soon as you open the book. Like, oh, my God. You know? <laughs> it's amazing. It's, it's, it's truly amazing. You're making me blessed for man. So thank you so much for having me on your show. Yes, indeed. And do you, Whisper, listen, before, you know, before we say goodbye, do you have any shout-outs? Um, I know you want to shout-out Mr. Cole Cully, who recommended you come on his awesome show <laughs> who, who is he who's that oh okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 
Yes, this is, yeah, this story, this is a story, everybody, I say it again, this is the Whisper on the Birdman Show on Anchor FM with this great, great book called The Chameleon Judge. You gotta pick it up, everybody. Go on Amazon, get Amazon and deliver it to your house. If you want a great read, you want to really get into a story that you can get into, this will be a good book club starter. And I, I definitely, Birdman is definitely going to have to get you on um, another radio show that I do called Sex and Slow Jams where these type of topics go through the roof. So, this, it, you know, that that's wonderful. That's wonderful. But ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Our special guest, The Whisperer, with this wonderful book, The Chameleon Judge on The Birdman Show on Anchor FM on this wonderful, wonderful Friday, August the 7th, a beautiful, beautiful day. And thank you again, Whisperer, for coming on our coming on my show and uh, telling your wonderful story. And I look forward to reading the next book. I will post this interview on the Birdman Show page as soon as. As our interview is done, which is <laughs> coming up in a near, near, near future. <laughs> thank you, man. You're such a sweet guy. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. And before we, um, before we get off air and hang up, I'm gonna say, hang up. Um, disconnect from the um, radio line. Are there any? Sh- do you have any more shout outs and everything? You gave all your shout outs. Was it any other information you wanted to give out to the listeners before we wrap up the show? Okay, there you. There you go. There you have it. And that was the whisperer. Remember, everybody, the chameleon judge. Check it out on Amazon. This is the Birdman Show on Anchor FM. See you tomorrow, same time, same place. Peace, and we're out.